This is Ibrox. <laughs> And welcome to your very first edition of the new season of this Ibrox. It's the women's podcast. As always, it's Scott Patterson back for a brand new season. We look forward to hosting you through the next nine, ten months or so, and hopefully, which will become a, a successful season for the Rangers women's team um, when they're handing out medals next May. Delighted to welcome back Courtney McKenzie for the new season, and we have added a new member to the team. And we've got a very special guest tonight. Before we go there, I'd like to have a, a, a give you rather a quick word from our sponsors. We're now brought to you with support from our friends at Francesca's Closet, a boutique clothing store for girls by girls. You can find them at all the W's Francesca's Closet dot store, and on Instagram they are at Francesca's Closet, and that's Closet with a K, kicking K. Um, use the code TI Women Ten to get a ten percent off discount if you are speaking to these guys we will re um we will update you again with that as as the pod goes on certainly towards the end we're, we're glad to have them on board and we we certainly appreciate their support so big brand new season um graham falk has 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 left the building went on to pastures new um and we are we're really really proud and, and happy to to welcome claire gemmel to the to the podcast group hello claire how are you hi scott i'm really good thanks how are you i'm glad yes. to be here Yes, very well. Um, glad to have you on board. Um, obviously, a bit of a different start to the, the new competitive season for you this year. First in many when you've not been involved playing. Um, I think in the first instance, how has that felt? Has it been bizarre for you? It has been bizarre. It's actually taken a wee bit of getting used to, if I'm honest. Uh, probably the first couple of months were, were more difficult. and We're getting a bit more used to it now, given the fact that games have started again. And I think it's just a process. It's just something... When you retire from a sport, you have to go through. So um, kind of managing to get my head around it now and, and just looking forward and, and looking ahead to what I can do next, to be honest. Brilliant. Great stuff. Well, as I say, Courtney and I, I'm, I know I speak on behalf of Courtney, but you're very welcome. We're really pleased to have you on board, 100%. Um, and indeed, Claire, it must be really strange for you because you'll see that we uh, we have last season's, your boss last season, um, <laughs> joins us for the for the first pod of this season. Malky Thompson, how are you doing? I'm good. Good, Scott. Thanks for joining Fantastic. us. I know, you, I know you've joined us before. Um, uh, we'll look forward to maybe getting you on a couple of times this season. You can keep us up to speed with what's going on in and around the, the women's game with the Rangers team. Um, the club tonight have announced the signing of Fiorentina defender Yanni Arnth. Um, let us know a lot about her. What does she bring to the party? I think it's experienced. I think um, last year we, we, were, we were really heavily um, reliant on Claire. You know, the... the, the you know the, the the experience that Claire Claire gave to the team, so it was important that with the addition to the you know some of the younger ones coming into the squad that we we were we, were, we made sure that we had we've got experienced players in there. So you know I think um, you know, Yanni's Yanni's kind of early thirties and played played international level. She's as you said she's she's came from Fiorentina. Um, she's a real talker. She's a real organizer. Um, absolutely besotted by football, um, so I think that that she'll not just bring um, bring value to us on the pitch, but off the pitch she'll she'll absolutely enhance the the culture that we're trying to create at the women's first team level. And I, I'm sure you agree. Bringing on a a player of sort of international pedigree 
um, is is really imperative for the team just now because we do have um, a, a group of players that are at international level, but perhaps younger. Um, so it, it can only be good sort of getting in alongside these guys, yeah. Yeah, definitely. She, she's she's experienced a lot of high profile games. You know, she, she's played. I think it's ninety three caps she's got for Denmark. You know, she she's played um, in Arsenal as well. She's played down south, um, and you know, she had her first training session this morning with us, um, and she really she she just she just fitted in really well. I think it's important. But we're always we're always as part of that process, looking for players that are going to be first and foremost good people. And the players that are going to fit into the Rangers way, the one club that we've got there, um, and she certainly, she certainly does that. Courtney, welcome back. Thanks very much. It's good to be back. It feels like a long time since we've, <laughs> since we've done this. I've, I've missed it. It has been a long time, and of course, you're you're now literally in a different country. Yeah, I'm, I'm a few hours <laughs> down the road, uh, but it feels like I'm in a completely different place. To be honest, you know, I miss the the Glaswegian culture, but um, now I'm feeling right at home. I've got my Rangers scarf up in my bed, so I'm all right. I'm all right. I feel a lot better than when it was near there. Good stuff. Glad to have you back. Listen, um, I'm going to come to you first. I know that over the summer you were particularly pleased to see uh, Rangers add Jane Ross to the ranks. Um, I think it was absolutely vindicated by a performance at the weekend. Oh, for sure. I, I was so excited just because she's she's played in so many different like she's played in so many good teams like Man City, West Ham. Um, she was like over in Sweden for a bit. She scored like over 100 for Glasgow City, so she knows the league very well. Um, and in a Scotland shot as well, she's fantastic. So, yeah, I was just buzzing that the, the I was actually couldn't actually even believe it when I when I seen it. I remember putting it in the the, the podcast group chat. You know, I th- honestly, I thought it was a wind up. Um, it was a fantastic signing. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I spoke to her last week as well. She's excited to be here. She's a, a Rangers fan, which is always good to hear. So, yeah, I mean, scoring four goals on your league debut as well is is always a good thing. And I think. Um, yeah, the Golden Boot might be might be hers at the end of the season going by our first game and the, the SWPL groups scored quite a quite a few goals at that as well. Malky, you I mean you, you can't argue with that on your on your just a league debut, four goals, first half hat trick. Um really comfortable afternoon's work for Jane, was it not? Yeah, I think she's I think the the reason that she you know that, that type of performance comes, you know, it doesn't just come by chance. It, it comes with everything that she's about, just like Courtney's saying, she's got a wealth of experience and, and it's that experience that she's gained. And now, you know, at, at this stage where she comes into Rangers Football Club, um, she's got a real desire and a hunger and a passion, I would imagine, that she had when she was younger. Um, and she leads by example. So her week, her, her week in preparation was second to none, where she, she really drives and and, and really gives the players direction. Um, and as you said, she I means she's hungry. If, it, if it's in front of goal, she's, you know, nine times out of ten, she'll put it in the back of the net, you know. Claire, I know you were really impressed um, with Jane at the weekend. I think last season there was a lot of, there was an onus certainly on um, Lizzie Arnott as sort of main spearhead up front and more often than not, that, would, that was, was coming off. Um, I just wonder bringing in someone of, of Jane Ross's calibre, um, Great for competition, uh, and it must spur e- they must spur each other on rather if, if they know that they're going to get goals. And do you know before at the weekend, I can start for her. Definitely. I mean, I'll just second what the other two have said. I think Jane is a model professional. You know, I played with her many moons ago now, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, so I do know what she's all about, and um, she's such a great addition to the squad. And not only that, it's some movement in and around the box and what she'll teach 
the other girls in the team, the younger ones coming through, and she just knows where to be. So I think it's, it's a fantastic signing for the club, and I'm, I'm sure you know she'll, she'll give everything she's got. It's just the type of character she is. Malky, just on on the signing of Jane, I mean. Courtney, I, I think it's fair to say, Courtney, we, you can tell by the way she was speaking, she was quite surprised that the move came off in the end. Um, it was seen as a big coup for, for Rangers. Can you give us a bit of background as to how the move actually came off, how, how, it, how, it, how it happened almost? Well, I think we've, we've got an awareness of players that are out there. Um, and I think, as I said earlier on, it's, it's got to be the right fit for the club. So I think at our age and at our stage, it, it was just, it was... It was the right thing to do. Um, I think she she's experienced, as you're saying, that she's played abroad, she's played down south. And and being back in her hometown now and, and being in Glasgow, being a Rangers a Rangers um, supporter as well, you know, really kind of, it just it just fitted the bill, you know. Um but just as Claire said, it's it's her it's her professionalism that, that she's she's just such a such a nice person, such a humble person as well. And and we're hoping that, that the culture that she'll she'll bring to to teaching the younger ones what, what it's about because it lets no kids so you don't you don't play you don't play at that level you know without without experience you don't you don't play at that level you know just be looking at her at the, at the weekend there you know just as Claire was saying that the movement that she she creates and. And you know it's not just the movement she creates for herself to score goals, but the, the way she pulls other other defenders into spaces that they don't want to be in to open up pockets for the likes of Lizzie Arnott's and Sam Kerr's and, and and the list goes on. But I think last year it was it was difficult last year that, that we lost you know we lost Howard, we lost Demi Vance, we, we we lost Megan Bell, key players. And this year you know this year we've, we've got a depth in our squad now. Yeah. So we've now got we've now got competition. We've got Kayla McCoy who plays up top as well, along with Jane Ross. Um, there's there's a plethora of players in the midfield that are all you know. There's only there's only three three positions there in the midfield, and we've got you know we've got six six players in there. So we we never really had that competition, that depth in the squad. The first seven games was great. You know we we had a we had a full fully fit squad, and and results were great, and took care of themselves, and you know. Don't, don't get me wrong. I think, I think this year, this year should be different. Perhaps unsurprisingly, Malky, Lizzie Arnott scores again at the weekend, just doing what Lizzie Arnott does, isn't? <laughs> Lizzie's, Lizzie's, Lizzie's another one we've been talking about the right fit and the right type of person. You know, Lizzie's another humble person who comes to train, and you and you get Lizzie the same way every day. You know, um, when when you know she's obviously away with Scotland again. You know, and, and she's been in the, the squad for for a number of years now, but she she's she's she just adds value to us not 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 only in the pitch like Jane, but when you bring in the younger players and we've utilised six young players this year in pre season, and and not just introduced them, we've, we've actually threw them into a baptism of fire when we played against <laughs> Chelsea and Man United, you know, and yeah. and and it would, must have been a daunting experience for those young girls, you know, so. The guys like you know, like like Jane Rosses and and the older players that are around. That's why it's really important that you have these players. And Claire done a fantastic job last year, especially even with myself having the experience that she has in the game, to 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 give it a common influence and, and to give it an understanding. If you've not got that understanding, is is just part. It's, it's, it, you really need it, you know. Courtney Demi Vance obviously missed a, a 
large chunk of the season last season. I think it was obvious we we, we certainly missed our presence in and around the, the, the starting eleven and indeed the squad um, as the season progressed. Um, gets on the score sheet at the weekend. How important is she going to be for you this year? Oh, she'll be she'll be a, a key player uh, for sure. I think she, I can't believe that like, she's back already. It feels like she. It feels like one hand she was away for ages. On the other hand, it feels like she's she was just away for a couple of weeks. It feels like she's been back really quickly. But um, no, she'll be a key key player. She's got bags of experience, obviously, in Northern Ireland international. Um, she scored at the weekend. I was really buzzing for her. And more importantly, she's came back and just right back up to the pace again. It's not as if she's come back and is a bit slow, a bit sluggish. She's just straight back in as if she never left. So she'll be a key player. She'll be someone that um, I can imagine will be giving Malky a bit of a headache when it comes to choosing the, the centre-back pairings. But um, no, she's fantastic. and I'm, I'm so, so buzzing that she's back. She's a true leader as well. You know, you've got many leaders, like Malky said, over the last couple of uh, last season or so that there's many leaders on the pitch. But she's someone I think you can count on to, to really bring that team together when they need it. Hopefully they don't need it many times this season. I don't imagine they will. But um, yeah, Demi Vance, I'm, I'm buzzing that she's back. And uh, I think she, she, she could maybe be the difference between a, a couple of clean sheets and a couple of not so clean sheets, I feel like. Yeah. Malky, Zoe S obviously getting the, the, the final goal at, at the weekend. I think largely we've been sort of league game number one. You must have been really happy and, and came off the training of the pitch at the weekend quite content with the day's work. It's a good start for you, isn't it? Yeah, I think the, the, the it was a great problem I had that that week leading up to the game because the the, the pre season games every pre season games we we had selection problems and that that we never had injury as such but we had to be mindful of you know not burning players out um, and and having them fit and prepared for the start of the season which I think the staff done a fantastic job. The medical staff have been great. Just as Courtney's saying with Demi Vance, Demi Vance, you know, came back in a timely fashion and probably could have came back earlier. But that that just shows, you know, Demi's, she's she's an absolute, she's an aggressive by nature, really hungry to get fit, really wants to play football. Um, so for me, going into the game, it was difficult to pick a team, you know, and, and, and what we said to the girls before the game was that the, the, the picking the, the 11 would win the game, but it's the squad that will sustain that throughout the season and win you, hopefully, the cups and the medals and the you know and that side of it. So it was a difficult who do you start and who do you know start and who, who deserves a place and who doesn't. So, But it was great. The girls are accepting of the, the, the team that was selected. And then and, and that hunger just from right from the first kickoff, we you know, we, we, we pressed them relentlessly. And as you said, you know, you know, we, we, we got early goals, we had Jane Ross on a hat trick, and then the, the, the whole thing just just spun from there. And and it's always important and Claire will know this that if we've got if we've got the majority of our players all playing well at the one time, so if we've got, you know, eight, nine 10 outfield players all playing well at the same time, then you're, you're difficult to beat no matter, you know, no matter what team you're with. So it, it was really important that the, the, that the selection process was a headache for, for myself and the staff. But not just that, the girls really bought into who started. Um, and that, and that, that, that's then led into it. It's a wee bit disruptive in the fact that we don't have a game this Sunday, yeah. which is a shame because then again, it's that momentum and COVID, as you know, is really... 
really killed us last year. Like killed every team, to be honest with you. But um, it's the stop start bit. So you know, we really hope we were hoping that they would, you know the love of the international breaks great for the girls going to be there. But me personally, I was desperate for I was desperate to play Sunday. You know. So it's funny you mentioned that. I was going to come on to that later on, but we'll cover it right now. I I was very aware. Obviously, we we missed the Partick Thistle game, and I I assume it was it was down to COVID. Um, and obviously we, we've we've given Hamilton a bit of a doing over there at the weekend, and now you have this this gap before the the trip across to Edinburgh to play Hearts a little later this month, the twenty sixth. Um, it's a bit stop start for you, albeit sort of results have been kind, and and the, the players have certainly had a bit of momentum. Um, you can't deny it is it's a bit of a stop start for the girls, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's difficult in a sense that it, it's. It's no threat, you know. You're desperate to. I suppose Claire, Claire will buy me this one. You always want to play every week, you know. Claire's probably sitting there wanting to play the now, you know. Um, <laughs> I don't know that my body would let me now. No, I, I travel up to Glasgow, get a game of sevens. <laughs> still play, that's for sure. Um, yeah, the, the, it's getting into a rhythm and, and it's getting that training week where you're, you're gearing your training towards playing. So yeah. when you don't have a game, you're always, you know, you're always trying to put in. The minutes into the legs and training to try and emulate the same amount of distance that you would cover in a week. You know, yeah, of course, we'll roughly cover thirty k in a week. You know, um, and without the game, then there's a there's a large chunk of that away. So it's and, and it's how do you, you know, how you keep it fresh for the girls and how you you know how you keep that you know how you keep the the, the kind of although you've not got the game, what, what you're going to put in place and substitute for the game. You know. Claire, come to you next. I think two players that that really stood out for me for me last season, and indeed the the other sort of guys and girls on the on the podcast, um, Sam Kerr and and Brogan Hay, particularly yes. Brogan towards towards the latter part of the season, were absolutely fantastic in every game you saw them. Great to have these girls around. Another big season for them, isn't it? It definitely is. I mean, it's it's a big season for all the girls. Uh, they're all going to need to step up and play their part. But for Brogan last season, you know, she really came on to a game towards the end of the season. You saw how much impact she had uh, playing down the wing, taking folk on, which is what she loves to do, um, getting the ball out of the box and scoring. Um, and for Sam, you know, she's such an influential player. She loves to play in between the lines and she's really creative. Um, and it's, I think that the trouble that Rangers are going to have this season is teams are going to play deep against them. So it's trying to find these spaces and these gaps for the likes of your Sam cares or whoever might play in there so that they can go on the ball and, and influence the game and hopefully get goals as, as a result of that. Malky, they, they, were, they were both excellent last season. Um, and I, I think they were all sort of unlucky not, not to finish with a medal last season. But I thought um, the pair of them were, were particularly good for you last year. Yeah, definitely. But I've got to say that, that all the teams that we played last year, the, the, the opposition managers and coaches were complimentary of us, the, the way we tried to play and, you know, the way that the, we weren't just thrashing the ball long and then, and then chasing it, you know, we were trying to actually play football. But Brogan, and I'm delighted you've mentioned Brogan because Brogan's, Brogan's such a quiet, by nature character. But she's got a bit about herself, you know, and I think I think and just in my personal opinion, and I've spoke to Brogan about it, she's 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 not not that she wasn't mature in, in a sense, but she's matured, I think, tail end of last season and this season as well, where she's playing in a different position. But she looks really comfortable about it and, and it's something that we've been working on in training. 
and and not not just on the field, but even in in a personal, you know, the, the way she's she's interacting with, with, with even myself, you know, where I remember meeting Brogan and, and obviously I'm quite a loud and character similar to Gemma. Um, <laughs> she, would, she, would, she would kind of step back when I, when I spoke to her and now she's actually, she's, you know, she's, she's, she's coming into my space and she's talking to me and she's really owning, owning the, 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 the her position, you know, and she just, She's really developing as a person, and I think she's believing in herself now. And, and I don't think it'll be too long before she gets a wee, a wee shout for Scotland, dare I say it. But mm. um, I think she's definitely got attributes that that players in the league don't have. I mean, absolute pace is she's frighteningly quick. Um, she's fit, and and I think she's she's really what she's really improved on is 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 getting on the ball, and, and, and her touch has got better, and and the way she's, she she sees the game and. And her decision making and her final pass has got a lot better as well. And she's, you know, she's actually using the small frame that she's got to to her best advantage when it comes when we don't have the ball. Um, so I can't speak highly enough of her. She 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 really has, you know, she really has developed. But I think that's testament to to all the players that are around about her: Kirsten Riley, Chelsea Cornets, um, you know, Nick Doherty's, Rachel McLaughlin's. I'll keep going on and keep going on so I don't miss him out and start crying about you know, never mention my name. Switch your phone off. Aye, exactly. So I, I think all the girls have got a part to play because they're all helping each other. And I know that Claire helped out last year when we spoke about relationships and, and it was a big thing that we used to talk about, about getting to know each other and understanding each other and trusting each other. But I think that only comes in time, you know. So... I think the more time that we spend together, and the disappointing part is that although we've spent we've spent time, you know, coaching, it's not been it's not been with COVID, it's not been the same time. We've not had the double sessions, yeah. um, because of the restrictions. But we've, we've also not had the social events where we've went and done some team building things, or we've, you know, we've, we've went for a walk, we've, we've, we've had a coffee, or we've, we've just not managed to do that as a staff and and as players. So hopefully the, the restrictions keep lifting. And that that'll that'll definitely help us along the way as well, you know. Courtney, it's funny to listen to to Malky speak about if I use Brogan as an example, the the sort of almost the maturity from maybe the beginning of last season to to the tail end of last season and to to sort of current day. I can't remember. I it was I think it was Brianna when we had her on on, on the pod like, and she almost sort of oh. said what you just said word for word. The the sort of development in, in Brogan and the space of maybe three, four, five months um, was incredible. And she was really sort of developing into what was effectively for you, Malky, maybe a, a, a first-team pick guaranteed almost. Definitely. Definitely. She, she, she actually plays, and we spoke about it. If you look at the men's game, Ryan Kent, you know, and Ryan Kent came up and, and was a wide player. And then he's, you know, obviously the guys have worked, worked with him in there and, and he's really developed his skills where he can play anywhere in the front three. And Brogan's, Brogan's like that as well. She recognises space now. Um, she adapts and adjusts. But, you know, I'm giving, giving Brogan a lot of credit. But you just mentioned the name Brianna Westrop. So the, the, all these girls that are in about, they've all got each other's backs, you know. And I think that's important to, to, to have that, um, that feeling within a group. Um, and as I said, if you've, got, if you've got the majority of your players playing well at the one time, you're difficult to beat, you know, and that only comes through training together and 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 you know falling out with each other, falling in with each other, and, and, and being together, you know, time and yeah, effort. Absolutely, 
Colney, I'll come to you next. Um, and I'm going to ask Malky this question before we let him go tonight. Um, for this season, um, what is success for you? Um, the trophy, I think. I think there's really no excuse for them not to go ahead and, and get it. That might be a wee bit harsh, but I just think with the players that Rangers have brought in, the way that they're playing, um, bringing Jane Ross in to try and kind of fix that wee jigsaw piece they were missing with it, with the clinical finisher, if you like. You know, Jane, Jane's there now. They've also got, you know, Kayla McCoy and stuff. So I think there's really just no excuse now. I think um, it would just be the matter of can can they go ahead and beat the, the Celtic and City? Um, and with Jane Ross, I'm hoping that, you know, she bags a good few goals against them because I, I can imagine how buzzing she would be. Um, but yeah, I think the success, I think there's really no excuse. I think setting would obviously be good because it's a European spot, but I think I would actually just be disappointed if it was, if it was setting them being completely honest. Um, and obviously doing really well in the, the, the cup as well. So, you know, who knows, a wee, a, wee, a wee cup double celebration and I'll be right up to Glasgow to join the party. Hopefully I'll book my flights right now after this podcast. And if, <laughs> and if we don't have the title then, Malky. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll be raging at you. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, listen, there's, there's, there's a mantra that I think goes hand in hand with, with Rangers and everything that we support represent where we only want first. We only want to be winning. It's gold, gold, gold all the way. Um, the, the games against Celtic last season probably were, were the big disappointments because they're games against Celtic and that's, that's just the way of it. Um, I think this season we do seem to be better equipped for maybe progressing on to that next level and looking at second as a minimum. You've been in and around the, the squad last season. I know you have been so far this season. Um, your thoughts? I know it's very early, but is, is there a, a different atmosphere in and around the, the squad this season? I think having had last season, it's pretty much a first season. Yeah, uh, almost absolutely. gave the squad like a basis. So I think they've learned a lot from that going forward and with the additions that they've brought in. I think experience, just like Malky was saying earlier, has, has been a massive thing and probably was lacking a wee bit last year. But obviously with the signings that they've brought in this year, that's, that's really added to that environment and it's kind of allowed the team to grow. Yeah. Um, so I think going forward, you know, it, it's looking really positive. And I think, just as Courtney was saying, it, the, the team are going to be aiming to win the league. That's, that's ultimately why... Rangers compete, it's to, to win the league and, and win, win cups, so I've no doubt that they will be successful in doing that this year if they apply themselves correctly. Malky, I know you're supported this season by uh, Craig McPherson uh, and Kevin Murphy, who was of course um, by your side last season. The importance of these guys moving forward, just for you to have sounding boards, I suspect Claire will be there as well, and in some way, shape or form. Um, probably huge for you, is it not? Yeah, definitely. I think I think what's important is that, that you know that you know like like to be clear. You can lift the phone to clear, yeah. ask an opinion, and certainly that that will be the case um, throughout the year. And and you know yourself, it, it, it's really it's so comforting that, that to know that you have just like we have at Rangers, we're a big family. We've got people running about. There's lots of just you're mentioning Craig McPherson there, who's who's got a wealth of experience. You know, yeah. being assistant manager in the men's game in Barton and. You know, we played at Falkirk and, you know, yeah. um, actually was a was a senior pro next to Scotty Arfield, you know, back in the day as well, you know. Yogi, so, would they go by Yogi, wasn't it? Um, Haji. Haji, sorry, Haji, yeah. Yogi. I call him Yogi most days. <laughs> <laughs> You'll thank me for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but he's, he's a character, Scott. He, he's, he's infectious. 
he's he's quiet, he's loud, and he's not scared. To, he's not scared to give his opinion. And the girls have took to him. He's he's, he's a, a really approachable person, but a knowledgeable coach. Um, alongside Kevin, so we're all, we're all different. We said that when we when we when we came into the project that we're, we're everybody's different. It's a diverse group, but it's it's. So we always go on about it's the art of thinking independently together, you know, and that's exactly what we do. You know, we, we've all got an opinion and, and we've got a platform to, to give our opinion. But our opinion's respected and at the, no, the, the, end, the end of the day, there's, there's, we've, got to, we've got to agree on what direction we're going to go in. But these guys, these guys' opinions are valued. And I think when you're valued in any walk of life and any job that you do, then you, you definitely perform. Um, Craig McPherson's, you know, he's older, he's got experience, and he's he's one of those guys that he's um, he's approachable and he's he's and he's a thinker as well. He doesn't just jump into things, you know. Yeah, he's good and he's his knowledge of the game and and his approach to the girls and, and how he pitches himself has been good. And Kevin, Kevin's the same. Well, Kevin's got a wealthy experience similar to Gemmo, been in the women's side of things for many years, been down at Man City. Um, and and a and a real and I know clear up back in this one. He loves his computer and he loves his figures and he loves his all the things that I don't love, you know. Um, <laughs> so we, we kind of complement each other with Haji as well. So it's been it's been a great addition, and I, and I think it just shows the, the 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 length that the club's preparing to go to. You know that we're always going to strengthen and we're always going to strengthen the staff. We're always going to strengthen the players. So it's a good environment. It's a healthy environment. It's a competitive environment because just as the guys have said, you know, just as Courtney Claire said, that it's about winning. If you if you're going to come to Rangers, you need to win, or you'll not be there. Simple as that. And that's just a hard fact of life, you know. And you've got to have the character to deal with. You've got to be able to to embrace that challenge and step up to the plate and take it. And you know yourself, you know, as a as Rangers supporters or Rangers staff, you know, there's there's a lot of people out there that 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 want you to. Want you to fail, and they want to knock you down. But there's yep. also there's a lot of good fans out there, and that's what we know. We know that we've we've got a great big, you know, family and the fan base as well. And just to that, that we know we've got people behind us. You know, that we're the one club that we're strong together and that we're ready to take on any any challenge that's thrown our way. So yeah, but it's great to it's great to have it's great to have the the, the wealth of staff that's there. And, you know, that's not to mention. You know, Amy, Amy McDonald that's in with us as well, who started this thing from nothing, from absolute nothing. And, you know, to where it is just now, you know, these people cannot go unforgotten, you know. Um, you, you, you've got the rest of the staff, Emma, we've got Alyssa the physio, um, Faye Bennett, who's in with us now as well. Um, we've, we've got Heather that does the kit, Sarah that does all our admins that shouts at me constantly because I keep forgetting things. It reminds me of going to podcasts and stuff. So it's good. It's just a good. It's just a happy place, you know. It's, it's a place that you want to you want to come into your work and just just enjoy it and prepare to to try and win. Courtney, I know you spoke to Kevin last season and and yeah, that you were very impressed by by the cut of his jib, so to speak. He he, he spoke to you very well. Um, I know you're also quite close to the the people at the Rangers Women's Supporters Group. They're buzzing for the for the season to to be back underway, aren't they? Oh, they are buzzing. I'm in. The, I'm in. I've got the the honour of being in the WhatsApp group chat. Um, so <laughs> I got all the I got all the details. They actually sent in the signing earlier, and the reactions were were amazing. And <laughs> everybody was buzzing. And then somebody wrote, "Who is that?" <laughs> 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 
I was like, who is that? Because you've never many cats from Denmark. She's she's a pedigree of the game. Like I couldn't I couldn't quite believe it, but yeah, they're absolutely buzzing. And um, you know, they're all they're all getting their flags made and stuff like that, and and take the flags that we 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 give them as well. So yeah, they're absolutely buzzing, and I think that can be the difference as well for this season is the fans. Um, the turnout I think I've heard anyway has been great. Uh, some of the games, especially the the preseason friendlies against Chelsea and Man United, I believe. So yeah. Really yeah. Yeah, I heard that they were really good. So I'm just hoping the fans do get behind them, even if things get a wee bit tough at times, because, you know, Rangers never do things easy. So I wee suck up and I hope the fans don't go in a, a bit of a bad mood and, and, and patch them. But, nah, they're absolutely buzzing and, and rightfully so. But uh, hopefully I can go up for a game and sit in the stands for a change and, and shout and cheer and, and shout at Malky for the sideline just, just for a wee laugh. <laughs> I bet you Malky can't <laughs> wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> rightfully so. hear you for him shouting anyway, don't worry. I know that. Oh. Uh, well, I've actually got somebody louder. Hadji's louder than me when he loses it. There you go. Uh, Malky, I'm coming for a treat this season then while you're shouting. I'll come back to you, Malky. We've obviously got yeah. um, international break just now. Uh, yeah. and, I, and I think to, to Rangers fans, international break, like it a lot, long, uh, right or wrong, rather, um, people aren't really a great fan of it. Um, I wonder what the girls are doing from a, the girls that are not selected for international duty that are running out of the train center just now. How does that affect your prep? Now, I know you don't have a game now until the 26th, but the prep and maybe not having the key players in and around training sessions, etc. How does how does that affect maybe the um, continuality of things? No, I think there's always... So we're faced with COVID, we're faced with international breaks, so we've got to make the best of it. So, for example, we're going to train tomorrow with the, with the squad and we'll really drill down and focus individually. So we'll have, we'll have probably, I think, we'll have about 12 players training tomorrow right. in the squad. And I think four, three, four of those is going to be young players who have now, Kevin's now got a kind of day release thing um, fitted in that they get the time away from the school. Brilliant. Um, and they get time to spend at Rangers Football Club. And because we've got the education base there, um, they can do the, they can still do their lessons there. So they can still, you know, get do the football, get the lunch, and um, they can they can utilise the facility in terms of doing their doing their homework and stuff like that, you know. Fantastic. Um, and once it gets up and running with the COVID rules, obviously we'll put the you know we can't be next to each other and stuff like that. We can't go inside, you know. It's got to be there's certain kind of parameters that we've got to stick by. But that, in a sense, we're always looking for we're always looking to add value to what we're doing. Um, after the girl after the girls train. Um, the club have been great, and we're going to get into, we're, we're going to go to the first team game, and we're going to watch Leon. Brilliant, um, the ones that's left, you know. So, and again, that will be socially distanced. They'll give, the club's been great. They've gave us boxes, so we'll be, we've got. I, I don't know what the ratio is so that to, for the socially distanced thing, but sure we're all going to be separated, and we're, we're we're going to watch the game, you know. So, um, that that in itself, we're we're always we're always trying to be innovative and, and look for new ideas. You know, when when they go away, what, what can we do? What can we do to, to, to make sure that every training session that we have, uh, you know, because the lack of numbers, so we're, we're missing the international guys there away. But what can we do for the guys that are here to ensure that they they they, they maximise their potential, they maximise the training, you know? So, and that, and again, that comes down to all the staff. It comes into um, it comes into ideas, you know, um, who who's thinking who's thinking what, and then we. And then we just we, we just put the plan together, so it's good. It's 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 going forward. It's it's a bit like the COVID thing really helped us in a sense that 
we had to think out the box. We had to say, what are we going to do? How are we going to, how are we going to try and maintain a level of stability within this chaos? Yeah. Um, and it's a wee bit like the game, isn't it? You know, when, when you play, you know, it's like it's about keeping an even keel. It's about, it's about maintaining a level of performance consistently that allows you to win. So there's, not, there's, no, there's no real difference to it, you know. But that, that's just an example of what we'll, what we'll be doing, you know. I'll tell you, I was looking at um, Nicola Doherty's Instagram came up. Uh, our story came up on my, my Instagram feed. <laughs> and um, I'll tell you one thing, they're getting some quality scan, wherever it is they are. They're, they're, <laughs> She oh, she um she, really, really good. It looked absolutely yeah, delicious. Weight, well, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm hoping to get Nicola back on the the, the pod. So I'm I'm keeping sure my absolutely am. Um, Claire, listen. I'll I'll come to you next. I'm keen to know from a from a player's perspective whether you were either called up to maybe go to the international or if you were staying at home in the trainer centre. How did that? affect maybe a, a player that was in the current setup, knowing that sort of your colleagues were away and you were having to maybe make do, and I mean that in the nicest possible way, the players that hadn't been called up for whatever a variety of different reasons. How was that from a player's perspective? I think everybody's really takes a, a professional approach to that. So the girls that are not selected to go are obviously chuffed the bits for the ones that are. Yeah. But it's just about applying yourself and everybody, as I said, takes a really kind of professional approach to that. So sometimes it almost spurs on the, the players behind more yeah. because you know that you need to be up there because the international players are, are being challenged by other international players and games. Yeah. So it's you find the motivation within each other and yourself to, to keep the standards high and to push yourself. And as Malky says, uh, the staff always work really hard to make sure that things are in place, that that can happen. So... Although certain players might be disappointed that they've not been selected, it, yeah. it really doesn't affect the motivation in any way. It's just a different type of motivation from what the international players might be getting. Stick with you as well. Um, it's great to hear Malky talk about the, the sort of work, ex not work experience, but the, get the, the sort of younger girls that are coming up and into the setup and they're still getting their, their sort of main education, if they like as well as, as their football education. For someone who's just retired from the game, um, I imagine it's evolved in a, a huge way since you first started. Um, <laughs> but we hear now about girls like McLean, McCleary, Watson, all being involved at a decent standard and all impressing by all accounts around the training centre. What a great time for these girls to be in and around Rangers Football Club. Absolutely. It's, it's an unbelievable... Like opportunity they've got and everything the club does behind that obviously uh, boys have had that opportunity of coming out of school and that for quite a long time and to hear that the girls are now getting that it's just brilliant to hear that the club are, are managing to get that in place for these girls and to be honest from watching as a fan now I've been really impressed with these young girls coming on to these games I've watched a few of them now and even on Sunday um, with Kirsty uh, coming on, you know, she, yeah. she just settled right into the game. She didn't, there was just no difference. It was like she was dropped up right into her position and she just, she absolutely played outstanding, I thought, you know. So uh, I think it's brilliant and, and such a great opportunity for them. They must be absolutely buzzing. Malky, it must be really satisfying for you knowing that these you're seeing the young girls are coming in, they're doing their, their schoolwork, they're doing their, their football education and around the training centre, and you trust them enough to go and and play at the weekend. How important is that? Well, I, I've always I've always been involved in youth, and that's that's where you know when I first started, that that's where 
what I'd done was always was given, you know, being involved with under eighteen football or reserve football and even even and even going right down to under tens and under fifteens, you know. And I think I think what you what you gotta remember is that it's it's you know, everybody's got two arms and two legs, you but you need you need that opportunity to, to, to go out there and play, you know. Yeah. And and I think I think as well the way the way that I was brought up, I was brought up obviously at Aberdeen under Alec Ferguson. And and I remember him I remember him saying, you know, if you if if you watch his documentary, I think it's great, the, the new one that his son's put out there. Yeah. And it, and it's very industrial and it's very, you know, everything goes back to factories and where you come from and, and what you're about. Very real and life. Ah, it's life, you know, and, and and that's what we're trying to do. So we're we're, we're trying to we're trying to bring the, 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 the younger kids in and have them they've not got in there just because we've plucked out the other they're in there by merit they're in there because they're good enough you know yeah. they're going to be there because then it just become a farce you know so wouldn't they? and it's not right to put a player in a situation that can't handle it you know um, yeah. and certainly when we played Chelsea and Man United and getting those young kids on it was a no-brainer for me because I'd seen them training with the girls I'd seen them training against Kirsty Riley you know Kirsten Riley I'd seen them training you know, against Brianna's and Chantel's and yeah. and they weren't out of place and they just need the opportunity, they need the start. And I think Rangers Football Club over the years in the men's game has done that. They've gave they've gave players opportunities to play um, and a platform to play on. And so nothing will change there with the women's because we're a one club. We're there to give players opportunities if they're good enough. And I think at the weekend, and just as Claire said there, I mean, Kirsty went on and I think she had more touches in the ball than than MD else in the second half. Every time I kept, you know, and Kevin sitting next to me saying, "I'll look at, her. I'll look at her here." Look, I says, "All right, okay, very good. Come on, calm down." Came for you, you set up. All right, you know. But it was, it was enjoyable. And the first thing at Hadji, you know, Hadji Craig McPherson came up and he went, oh, "Wow, wow," you know, what a contribution she made. But it's so positive, Scott, because. The rest of the girls really enjoyed her performance as well. There wasn't, you know, when Claire was talking about when ones go international, and ones you're left behind. It's a drive. It's it's not a it's not a jealous thing anymore. It's a, it's no. a well done you. And by the way, I better get my finger out here because because <laughs> you could take my jersey. And that's yeah. the environment you create. You know, um, they they almost suddenly become the markers, don't they? They become the the baseline for the, for for the girls to get to. Definitely, and it's about it's about the, the these girls. For me, you know, for me older guy and that and my kids are up and away it's about making it in life you know you, you've really got to be invested in it you've really got to care and and it's just time and effort it's time and effort if you if you want somebody to develop and progress and get better it's time and effort if you want to win something and and it's creating that habit you know yeah. they talk about 30 days to create a habit you know do the same thing for 30 days and it'll just become a habit and it's certainly what we do, you know, we're preparing for things, you know, we, 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 we stick to our process, we stick to our values and our principles, you know, and one of our principles are that we're going to give youth a chance if they're good enough. Um, six, six young players were involved in the pre-season and, and three of those that you've just mentioned, you know, have, have played for Rangers first team at 15 years of age. Brilliant. And for the families, it's just... Well, for me, the, the, the bit for me is that I've had a wee bit in that, you know, and, and that makes me feel proud to be at Rangers Football Club that I've gave so somebody yeah. an opportunity, you know, and, and, you know, if nothing else, you know, and, and, and I believe, I believe that those, those young girls, I mean, I'm sure 
Gemmo will say to, say to you there that God, if that opportunity had been there for her, she would have took that career as opposed to her own career, you know. So, yeah, um, absolutely. It's just <laughs> like, you answered that too quickly. Yeah, it's a great answer. <laughs> but it's so pleasing, you know. Even when you see the parents, you know, like, and it's funny after the, after the, I think, um, Courtney, you mentioned that after the the Chelsea game there, and all. <laughs> Our young kids were getting pictures with Chelsea players and the parents, there was a couple of parents greeting, a couple of dads with tears running through their face and they're being getting played. It's special. It's so special that, that nobody will, you can't buy it. I mean, you can be a multi-millionaire, but to pull a, a, a Rangers football strap on, you can't buy that. You've got to be good enough. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to be good enough to do it. You've got to be special. Mm. And, and you've got to believe you're special. So... Uh, listen, I could talk about it all night because I, I really believe in it. And You'd be more than welcome to. Let me tell you, listen, I've got two more questions and they're both directed to you, Malky. I'd be delighted to know. Um, first one, I think, is um, we had Kirsty Howitt on on the, the podcast uh, last season. She's looking brilliant in her Scott. She's looking great, let me tell you. Tell me how she's doing. So, oh, well, I'm glad. On it. Really fantastic. Um, one of our physios um, had said to us, he said she's in great shape. She can't believe the, the the progression that she's made. Do you know what? I'm going to say something. I think I honestly believe that you know when the differences between the males and the female game. You know, obviously we know that the, the males are quicker and stronger, faster, and that, that that given thing. But I'll tell you what: when it comes to drive and determination and focus, I, I, and if we use Demi Vance as an example and Kirsty Howitt there that you just mentioned, the yeah. focus that they have. And the attention to detail that you have about the rehab, yes, and they do something that's done, is done, and is done properly. That's the one thing I'll say that that. And she's 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 looking great, and she's she's just desperate and hungry to get back. You know, I mean, she she came to the game, she came to the game there at the weekend, and, and she was all smiling and all that, and she's she's got herself her tracksuit on, and she's done her hair, and she's all there, and then <laughs> then I could see the face going. I said, "What's up, you?" She went, no, "I'm not playing anymore." <laughs> you went in the half. So she's went in the half. She's walked away off to go in the half, and that's her drive. That's her focus. That's her, you know. So she's, Scott. She's looking fantastic. Looking good. She's ahead of the game. So touch wood that she progresses. Listen, we'll not bring her back. We won't bring her back quicker than the time anyway, because that wouldn't be right to do that. So she'll come back in a timely fashion. The same as same as Demi Vance, and and when she comes back, and touch wood, she 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 stays. She stays in. You know. It's really satisfying to hear that. Um, despite what happened, it's not sort of removed any determination for her to to continue to to progress and advance and, and be as good as she can be. There was one thing that, that struck me when we had her on the pod was exactly how determined she was that she was going to be the best that she possibly could be. It's good to know that the injury hasn't set that back at all. No, definitely. Not. I mean, it was so harrowing again uh, when she when she done her when she done her knee at Celtic oh. Park because we were totally in control of that game and. Uh, listen, I'll no, we'll no dry my eyes and nobody about it and make excuses because we got beat in the story, right? And it yeah. still, it still sits in my stomach. But however, um, when she when she took that unfortunate, and it, it was so innocuous, it was so, it was. Oh, and I think to be honest with you, the rest of the, the team felt it that for a good ten minutes after that. It was. It, was, it knocked it you off was, your stride, certainly, didn't it? Aye, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it so, but then, listen, that's that, that's what will make her. That that. That'll make her. If we, if we look at a lot of the, lot of the what I found is a lot a lot of the women's players have had these cruciate knee problems and injuries, but they all seem to come back. They yeah. seem to all come back, whether it's technology or whether it's the women's body, whether it's you know the way that it, it repairs. I don't know, but certainly you know Vance and Howitt. Well, 
So I have to say, it's been fascinating having you back on, Malky, and we will absolutely make a point of getting you back on as the season goes. Um, I think the last question is, and I said I would come back to you on this, success for this season, clearly it was third last season. It's easy to think you just want to finish, certainly no lower than that, and second would be ideal. But I assume the goal has to be getting that league trophy this year. 100%. I've got to agree with the, the, two, the two girls there, Claire and Courtney. 100%. We need to win. We want to win. We've all won. We've got to do it. That, that's, the, that's the mindset. That's the focus. It's about winning games and representing the club. Because it's great as Rangers, we're talking about a massive club, a big club that's got a you know, historical background that's, yeah. that's second to none. So that, that, is what we, that, that is the objective. That's what we've got to do. Success just now in the moment. So if we talk about it in the moment, the young girls getting to train with the first team, the success just now, the club having the approach they've got, you know, investing in the women's game, um, giving, giving the girls and the women's football a platform is, is fantastic. So that's success just now. Um, get, managing to bring in the, the players that we've signed is success just now, but ultimately, ultimately it's about winning medals. That's it. And it's about winning leagues and it's about winning cups. And that's what we'll that's what we'll be set out to try and do. Malky, brilliant. I've really enjoyed your time tonight. Thanks very much. Appreciate well, you coming welcome. on. You. Claire, I assume you'll be happy to join us again in a fortnight. You'll be coming back. Yeah, definitely. No, it's been great. Thanks very much. Spot on ideal. Thoroughly enjoyed having you on. Brilliant, guys. Courtney. Courtney, we'll do it again, will we? A couple of weeks' time, we'll get you back on. Oh, definitely. I'll clear my, my Wednesday calendar uh, for every Wednesday until trophy day. So, yeah, <laughs> looking forward to it. No so bef- pressure, <laughs> <laughs> So before I let you before I let you all um, disappear, I should say thanks to Lee Short Rangers Football Club for for helping us out. As always, um, she'll be fed up in me messaging her in a fortnight time. However, we will do it again, um, and we'll get all back together in two weeks' time. Thanks for watching. Bye bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs>